Hello, everybody. Hello. Am I everybody? We're back. Yeah. Well, you're the only one in the room. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're back in my living room. We are. We're back. We came back. We went outside and came came back back in. Still wearing the same clothes. (laughs) Yeah, still wearing this tracksuit. And we're here to set goals and intentions. Part two. Part two. Last, Last week, we recapped... And um, celebrated 2023 with everybody on, on a journal along journey. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> journal along. Journal along. It's a journal along. Mm. Um, and this week we're going to be talking about our intentions, our goals, our North Star, dare I say. Yes, I want it's to know quite more a about that. Woo, hippie term, isn't it? It's the first. Of our journal prompts this week. But I think it's maybe one of the most important ones ever. I've heard it called a North Star. I don't love that. I totally get why people call it a North Star. I just think it sounds a bit woo. What's the South Star then? Um, Well, I don't know. But you know the Christmas story, the nativity mm. story where they follow... Is the that Star the North- of David. Oh, it's a different star. Yeah, you're getting your oh. stars mixed up, mate. Then I, I don't know what that is then. No, that's the star of... <laughs> Bethlehem or something, isn't it? Also, oh, okay. Jesus Carpenter. <laughs> you had to get you had to get Jesus Carpenter in, didn't you? It was only a matter of time. Giles has written a musical called Jesus Carpenter. Yes, I'm never going to share it with anybody. It's nonsense. It's essentially it's your purpose. Yeah, right. It's your purpose in life. And when you ask that question, "What's your purpose?" you'd be surprised how many people don't really know what their purpose is. Mm. It's a really like big question. But it's actually one that I've been thinking about a lot this year. Yeah, yeah, totally. Me too. I mean, we did a lot of like journaling together last last year or this year. Beginning, Beginning of twenty twenty three. Beginning of this year, right? Would you like to share what your purpose is in life? Your north star that's going to keep okay. you on track whenever you have those moments of doubt or things get tough. This is this purpose. This north star is going to keep you making decisions for the right reasons. Mm. Yeah, it's something I've been thinking about a lot this year and um, I've been having conversations with people about it and actually just thinking about it a lot. What is my purpose like? And going back to what we talked about in the last part about making decisions creatively and what kind of lights me up and all those kind of things and like, what is my purpose? And sometimes you kind of put this towards like a work thing, you know, like what is my purpose in work? What's my, what are my hopes and dreams and all that kind of stuff? But it wasn't until someone I was talking to, my friend Gemma actually had pointed out like, um, we had a thing in the summer where a bunch of people, a bunch of randoms, I guess, kind of came together at the house and we had a big barbecue. And she was like, it's amazing that you've connected all these people together. Mm. And uh, I remember thinking, oh, yeah, I'd never thought about that before. And she said, like, that's a really special skill to have. And I, I hadn't really thought about the idea of connecting people. To, I mean, we, again, talked about this on the first part about connecting two people myself but actually connecting other people together. Mm. And I think going forward, like some of the things I want to do with my career is things like uh, producing. And I've been definitely doing that with the podcast as well, producing. And like a lot of producing is about bringing people together. It's about connecting the dots, you know, and bringing, you know, bringing artists together and, 
um, and filmmakers and a cast and all that kind of stuff. And they're things that really do light me up, actually, just connecting the dots to things. And I think on a personal level and a professional level, that's actually what I've been doing for a long time. Mm. And, I, and, and the same on social media. Like, um, I used to do this thing called The Kindness Train on Twitter, and loads of people would message me saying, oh, I, I met, you know, even some couple, like, met on it. Like, they, they actually got became like engaged because they'd met because of the the kindness train so that that kind of like I hadn't meant for any of those things to happen necessarily but obviously they happened because Mm. people had met through me in some way so it did make me think actually has my purpose all along been about connecting people and not just connecting myself to people but also connecting other people to one another and and I love that I love it when you know you you know even down to like when you bring a friend to meet another friend and they get on and it's all good and I, like I love that when that happens um but yeah and on a professional level as well like being able to like you know get into projects and then bring people together collaborating and you when you meet the right people the right like-minded people it's really exciting and then just helping people out in that way as well so yeah I think connection bringing people together is definitely my purpose mm, yeah I would agree I think that is definitely one of your purposes and it's actually now I think about it the producing is like the perfect job for you because it is essentially it's connecting lots of people whether that be you know actors and actresses or crew or producers executive producers investors like whatever that might be it's um yeah perfect for you I like it okay well mine is a few different things um and I think you know that's important too because It's not always just going to be one thing keeping you going. So, for example, mine is to be, well, actually, quite similarly to yours, mine was to feel connected with the world. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily about connecting with people necessarily, but connecting with nature, with people and different cultures through travel and just feeling connected I think is really important to me use my art and my voice to do good and make a positive impact and living a life that is in alignment fun happy silly you know like not too serious just doing what lights me up and learning to trust my gut Mm. in that so that those that's my kind of purpose and that's the thing that's going to keep me on track with all of my goals and the things that I set out and decisions that I have to make in 2024 I think it's really important to have that one purpose thing that's keeping you grounded, keeping you on track. Just because yeah, I think you, I think it's interesting there because I, obviously I there was a certain there's a selection of purposes you can mm. say purposes plural, but I think that's good. Like you don't have to have one singular purpose. There can mm. be a selection of purposes that you've got. Like the purpose to like do your exhibition or just to complete this one piece or whatever it might be. Um, I think it's okay to have lots of different things. You don't have to have one. I think people sometimes looking for that one thing that is their overall purpose in life. Mm. And actually, it could be a load of micro purposes. Yeah, and I think often people have their purpose as their career or their job. Yeah. And they and that becomes their life purpose. Mm. But what happens then is if anything goes wrong or you're suddenly stripped of that, then you almost lose your identity. Yeah. And I think that happened to a lot of people during the pandemic. Mm. And... Yeah, and and actually you can have a purpose that feeds into your work. Like you have a purpose that feeds into your work and your personal Mm -hmm. life. Um, And I think my purpose is definitely feed into my work, but also 
feed into just generally day-to-day how I want to live, even when I'm not working. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's important to have a few. Similarly to having a purpose is knowing what your values are. Mm. And we've spoken about this a few times on UQ over the last few months. Um, But, you know, again, it's something that people might not even know what their values are. So I've kind of split the values into different kind of areas of your life for example could be career and work it might be finance could be spirituality or religion could be growth personal growth connection with others serving others service stuff like that Uh, so what would you say your four most important values are for Um, for 2024 because remember these are always going to change like my values this year are different to what they were last year yeah i think certainly going forward this year definitely is family friendships, mental health and growth. Mm. I think going on the back of like this last year, this last past year, those are the four things I want to focus more on. Mm. Um, Being more present, being more available, friends and family. Um, Actually saying yes more to stuff because sometimes it's good to say yes. I know we've talked about saying no and Mm. putting boundaries up, but actually it's good to say yes sometimes to things that are important to you. Um, saying no to certain things that mean you can say yes to others. Um, mental health is obviously something that I had to work on a lot in 2023, so that's something I want to maintain and keep practicing at. And then growth is obviously something we've talked about a lot, um, and something that I yeah I feel um, needs is almost like yeah yeah always has to be there it has to be a value because mm. otherwise you're never. I know you're standing still if you're not growing. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to what um, Rachel Luna said, our previous guest. Another great episode, um, all about sort of setting boundaries and stuff. And she spoke a lot about your values. And she said, I'll never forget, she said, time tells where your values dwell. So, you know, there's probably people that would say, oh, my... um, my health is a huge value value for me it's really important to me and she said that she thought that as well and then she got diagnosed with cancer and she actually had to look back and think is health one of my actual values because actually when I look at how I spend my time health is a very small part of it I don't eat that well I don't really exercise you know and a lot of people probably say oh family is my biggest value but when was the last time you had a family dinner or a movie night or whatever it might be so yeah I think it is important to know your values and then think actually if this is important to me how am I spending my time and it goes back to what you were saying about saying yes to things that are important to you yeah okay mine are um work and career so this has been one of my top values for a few years now but particularly this coming year I think it is going to be quite prevalent because it's um it's another exhibition year like it was in 2022 it's going to be a lot of hustle and work and painting non-stop the organization again of doing an exhibition and stuff um, and a lot of growth and also some really cool other projects outside of my art. So obviously with this podcast, we've got some really cool, exciting things coming up next year, which we're not allowed to talk about yet, but very exciting. And a few other secret projects as well. And yeah, I think it's going to be a work and career focused year. Um, spirituality and growth, uh, for me, they kind of go hand in hand, but that's that's been one of my top priorities every year I think I'm always trying to grow and learn more about myself and stuff um finance as well you know I've got some finance financial goals for 2024 which I'm probably not going to divulge on this podcast episode but 
it's probably going to be something that I need to work hard at and connection with others those are my four important ones um so with that in mind Mm. what are your four ways that you would like to to grow and develop personally in 2024 and ideally we're saying one one for each value yeah Yeah. Yeah. well I guess I sort of slightly touched on it when I was talking about what those values were so for example yeah with with uh with family being more present you know having more of those switch off days like you've talked about before um yeah and just being more available um and getting my hands dirty I guess sometimes a bit more well Uh, like literally or figuratively yeah yeah getting my hands dirty literally and figuratively yeah just being yeah just being mucking in I guess more Mm. um not being quite so focused on my own work and stuff yeah um saying yes more to friends like I just said like you know or or at least saying no to things that mean I can say yes to 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 friends stuff and being more available and you know being able to hang out more and stuff like that um which I I'm not too bad at actually I'm pretty good at that but yeah you know Friends are important to me. Um, with the mental health stuff, it's about checking in on myself more and making sure that I don't get to points where things are getting difficult. Mm. Um, or if I'm starting to feel those early signs of difficulties or challenges that yeah, I'm starting to put into place some of the things I've learned over 2023, some of the stuff I've done through my practices and CBT, and also knowing like what things help with my mental health. Mm. For example, you know, I talked a bit about in the last part about the, do- the good dopamine hit. So, yeah, making sure that I spend time on on myself and do exercise and eat prop better and, like, listen to music and be out in nature, hang out with people, that kind of stuff, which is all good, nourishing kind of dopamine for me. Mm. Um, and then for the growth thing, is it's kind of, again, like I alluded to in the last part, like, taking those risks making sure that I keep moving forward with stuff and trusting my instincts on things. If it feels right, then go for it. And, um, yeah, trying to be risky creatively and personally and making difficult choices sometimes and and actually sitting with the discomfort on stuff a Mm. bit more. I think that is something that we don't do enough of. And I'm, I'm saying this not just from a personal point of view, but also creatively we don't allow ourselves to be in discomfort Mm. we try and like make sure that it's easy or you know when I mean I've been moments where I'm like writing something and I've got like a a block or something and instead of like trying to just sit through that and hang with it and try and work through it and give it time to work through it I'm trying to find a quick fix for it or like kind of trying to find a hack or like a way around it whereas actually I should be in the mire Mm. letting that thing play out because I think it in the long term it's much better so yeah sitting with that discomfort I think is a good one for growth as well yeah absolutely yeah we tend to try and avoid discomfort but actually it's when it's those moments of feeling that discomfort that actually expand your comfort zone yeah. someone described I can't remember where I read or heard this but someone described your comfort zone as being like an elastic band and the more you pull it and pull it the looser it sort of mm. gets but what we're so scared to pull the elastic band and make it bigger, we want to stay in that comfort zone and avoid avoid the growth, really. Yeah. 
So, okay, mine are to be braver and take risks. <laughs> so basically everything that you just said. Um, and that's something that I've done a little bit of this year. Mm. Um, and I definitely did some of it in 2022 as well. But yeah, just continuing to do that and to not avoid this fear of failure or fear of rejection or whatever it might be, but to run headfirst into the fire at times. And yeah. That that kind of ties in with my work and career, mm-hmm. but also with growth and spirituality and what have you. I want to get better at setting boundaries and communicating. So again, this is something that I struggle with. I'm quite an avoidant person. I'm very like, bury my head in the sand. I don't want to communicate if something makes me feel uncomfortable or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's important. And again, this comes into like connection with others, but mm-hmm. also work and career and growth. Um, I want to get better at procrastinating less and take better care of my health. So, yeah, I think mental and physical health for me are kind of very interconnected anyway. But the procrastination, man, is just getting out of control this year. So I need to work on that. And I need to be more open emotionally, I've noticed. <laughs> I've realised about myself. And this comes to down to connection with others. So I'm quite a closed book emotionally, um, generally speaking. I'm not the most emotional friend. I'm more of like a... Well, I don't know. I think, from the outside looking in, obviously as a close friend of yours, mm. that in the last year you've got a lot more open. Thank you. Emotional. Yeah. So I think, yeah, obviously we're all works in progress, but I would say from this time last year to now, mm. you're a lot more open emotionally. Oh, thank you. I try, but but I will say it is uncomfortable, mm. and I force myself to do it to the point where it sometimes just feels a bit fake because I know I'm forcing myself to do it, but then eventually it becomes a bit more natural and a bit less changing those neuro pathways. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because honestly, like, it's not really in my nature to let people get that close. Um, Like friendships and stuff. Obviously, I have close friends and I have good friends that I've known since I was, you know, like my oldest friend I've known for about 25 years. And I've got best friends and close friends. But emotionally, I'm not the most like effect outwardly affectionate person you know I'm probably f- I'm feeling it deep down I just don't want to go there in my head I can't face that demon that balrog um, <laughs> had to get hugs in. shall not pass <laughs> had to get, yeah exactly <laughs> flee you fool yeah. um so yeah it's it's a struggle and and I think actually you know people like you in my life and you know a few other friends that I've got who are more emotional like you're a very outwardly emotional person very affectionate very uh, like touchy-feely and I've got a few friends that are like that and it's having people like that in my life that kind of forces me to let that happen (laughs) and not be like get away from Mm. me like yeah because I tend to like run for the hills a little bit with stuff like that um but again, I, I kind of recognise that within myself and that's something that I want to develop. But that's good. Like, I think it's only worth going there mm. if, it, if, it make, if it feels good. I mean, obviously at the moment you say it's feeling, making you feel uncomfortable. Mm. Like, so I guess you need to see whether that you, you need that as part of your, as, as your life. 
Yeah, it I mean, might be that there's probably a sweet spot between like. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Well, it, I think it, what it comes down to is working out what what is trauma and like a trauma response mm-hmm. and what is natural. Yeah, you know, like because you can go the other route and you can be super overly emotional and overly needy and overly anxious about relationships and stuff like that out of trauma and you can go the other direction where you're extremely avoidant and mm-hmm. um, bury your head in the sand and don't let people get too close in case you get hurt or mm-hmm. whatever both are trauma responses um, but it's acknowledging that and naming it and working on it and yeah that's all you can really do I mean I'm not going to say that I'm going to become like a super emotional person anytime soon but you never know Yeah, you might open the floodgates and then I might not ever stop crying so in terms of implementing all of these areas to improve into your life I find that it's good to have some daily I don't want to say like goals or routines but Mm. maybe like rituals and stuff that you implement into your life that becomes a habit Mm -hmm. So, for example, my ones are waking up earlier and going to bed earlier because I'm a bit of a night owl and I work late. Like, you know, I get more work done later. Um, And then that means that in the mornings I just kind of like mope around, Mm -hmm. you know, drink my cup of tea, sit around, procrastinate. So I'd love to shift everything earlier a little bit so I'm more, well, so my circadian rhythm is more in line with the the sun. Um, Meditating every day at least for like 10 minutes or something doing more yoga stuff like that stuff that's sort of good for my mental health checking in weekly with what you know needs to change so this is one that I I find really helpful when I get into the habit of doing it regularly if I journal every day or every few days or even once a week it kind of forces me to check in with where I'm at Mm. because I think often we're so focused on the future and like what our future goals are or what's happened in the past that we forget to even think about like right what's happening right now how am I feeling physically mentally what are my relationships like what's happening in my job am I procrastinating too much am I working too hard do I need time off so getting into the habit of doing that a little bit more I think is is going to help for next year what about you well I've kind of put stuff around having some accountability mm. so like making sure like maybe having not necessarily have to have someone to check in on but just to have like something like you said, like a journal where that you can write stuff down on a regular basis. And um, and that's something I'm trying to do more of. You know, mm. I like take notes and write lists every day of the job stuff. But I think I need to do that for personal things as well. Mm. And like you say, goal setting and all those sort of things. Um, and there are loads of like kind of great apps and stuff you can get for these things. But I do think, again, like having that physical mm. writing it down in a, in a book or something or a notepad. I think it's thing. magic. Honestly, yeah. anything I write down in my journal is a list of something that I want to happen or goal always happens. Always. It's great. Like sometimes it's crazy how that works. You mm. write down like, right, I need this to happen. It's something really obscure and unrealistic. And mm. literally like within an hour, someone's contacted you and it's like, oh, like, this thing's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's very strange. It's very it's, strange. Mm. But I only ever get that when I write it with mm. a pen and paper, go into a different kind of state of mind. We yeah. spoke about this on the last episode. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah, but so I think that's going to be something that I want to do more of is like, you know, make sure. I mean, like I said on the last part, like a pencil and a pad on like vital it implements for me. They're my mm. favourite objects. And uh, yeah, so I think... Yeah, being accountable to yourself, but also if you can find someone you can be accountable to. Like you and I can, 
we often do things where we are accountable to one another so i think yeah finding someone is good but mm. like being accountable to yourself as well amazing great okay so four goals for 2024 and again this was tricky for me because there's like the goals that are private that i'm not going to like tell people on a public platform like a podcast and then there are the goals that i'm happy to share with everybody mm. and i'm sure everyone else will be the same but what are your four goals well I think I've got some very exciting projects ahead this year and I think just making sure that those things get greenlit, you know, mm. whatever way they are. So I think, you know, working as hard as I can to make that happen. Mm. Um, and just also, again, like it's a cliche now to say this, but like enjoying the journey of it, like not being too happy on the fact that there's a, there's a destination, but like really just enjoying the process of stuff. Um, and yeah. I think that that's really important as well to not lose sight of that. Oh God, totally. I can't remember who, I think it might've been like Matthew McConaughey or someone was saying, do you know what? Like when you, you know, he was making all these films and he was like, they have to be, you know, the best, you know, mm. they have to average this much money and they have to win this many awards and blah, blah, blah. And they were always like less successful than when he just like lent into enjoying yeah. the process and, and actually the experience of making something and, uh, you know like collaborating with people mm. and the actual process of it and then he said those films where he just focused on the process ended up being like the biggest box office box yeah. office successes and um yeah i think there's something in that mm, for sure. the right energy behind them i guess totally um and that, yeah that's been i mean that's always been i've always tried to make that the case with any project i've mm. been working on whether it's writing podcasting whatever yeah it kind of you get found out i think if it's not the right energy oh totally um, you know, i've had books that haven't gone or something because there wasn't the right energy in there in the first place you mm. know or things haven't sold very well whatever it might be and because there's it's not come from the right place oh i know it and do you know what like we spoke about this a little bit in the last episode but that's when you have to learn to start saying no yeah and clearing out the stuff that mm. doesn't fit or doesn't feel good like learning to feel into something yeah like so many things in my career I've been saying yes to because of fear of fear of scarcity and like well, what if nothing better comes along and you're just resenting it and you hate doing it and then you're resenting all the people that are making you do it and then saying no to those things and setting those boundaries within yourself opens up so many more opportunities for the good stuff that makes you tick and the stuff is going to be successful mm. regardless of you know sales or success or whatever it's going to be successful because yeah. you've enjoyed making it right yeah, exactly yeah there's a success in that isn't there just enjoying yeah. the process of doing it you know um regardless of any like kind of monetary financial or like mm. you know it's, you know whatever it might be winning an oscar for example if you can talk about films if, if it's not if you haven't enjoyed that process then it's like it doesn't feel so successful so yeah mm. so yeah getting getting projects off the, off the ground but in the right way and making it an enjoyable thing um being more present is something i've been banging on about this episode and the one before so being more present so putting things in place that mean i can be more present with mm. every and not just family stuff like with everybody just like you know being in a room with someone making sure the phone's in my pocket it's not out on the desk or top and i've noticed this happens a lot like i'll be going out for a coffee with friends and you see there's like three of us and they've all our phones are on the table mm. within a hand's reach to just like look at any moment yeah and and you become aware that the phone is there yeah like i i start thinking 
stop having the conversation because I think in the phones there I could just and and like things like this is the thing that annoys me the most and I'm trying to not do it as much is when you're talking about something let's say you're talking about a TV series or a film and you're like oh so and so is in that oh who's that oh wait a minute he's been in something else or she's been in something else and I'm trying to think of it and, I, and I'm like, I need to use my internal Google for this. Like, I don't want to... Re- it's so easy. It'd be yeah. so easy for me to pick my, pick my phone up. And then I'm in something else. Mm. And then my 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 um, attention's taken away from what we're talking about. And I hate that. I Honestly, do you know what? We rely on our phones so for much, conversation. Do, do you know what's funny is I used to know someone who... Similar thing, like, you know, you'd have your phone on the table. I always have my... If I have my phone on the table, it's face down, right? Because yeah. if, if it's face up and I see a notification come in, I have to glance yeah. over. Your and hand starts reaching I, out without you even noticing. Honestly, like, when so, when it's face up and I see a notification come in and someone's talking to me and we're looking at each other in the eyes, I'm like, we, we can both see that my phone's just lit up and he or she knows that if my eyes go down to my phone, I'm checking my notification, I'm gone. And so there's, like, this this stare into each other's eyes don't you dare look down yeah they're like don't you dare and i'm like i'm trying i'm yeah, trying yeah yeah there's like a face off then um yeah but then yeah i i used to know someone who uh he would just literally mid sentence you're in a conversation you'd be talking to him and he would just pick his phone up and just start um texting someone back or whatever i remember once at dinner there was just four of us wasn't a huge thing literally just him and three other people well we're having a great night conversations flowing and I notice he's on his phone. I look over and he's literally just scrolling through Instagram. Mm. I was like, is that is that really that more important than having sitting with three people that you don't really even see that often? And it's supposed to be this really like intimate, fun moment. And I just thought, how sad is that? And we all do it. Like I'm not mm. yeah, yeah, blaming yeah, no, that we've person. All, we've all been we there. We yeah, all yeah. do it. And if you don't do it, then well done. Yeah. Well done to you. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, 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 being more present. Um, eating and sleeping better. Now, I've got into a much better sleep pattern recently. Like, I've realised that I am I am a night owl, and I do quite well at late at night. I mm. actually do. I, I'm, like, my mind's buzzy. So, I, I've been going to bed a bit later, maybe waking up a little bit later, and that works really well. So, I've been sort of putting that into place, but generally, like, my sleeping patterns have got better. But eating as well. Eating better, like, not eating so much crap. Um, sugar, all those sort of things, you know, um, less fizzy drinks and stuff. We've mm. talked about this in private before um, and trying to do be better at that kind of stuff. I've been really good at doing lots more exercise. So, yeah, just looking out for myself a bit more with regards to, like, eating and sleeping. Yeah. And I think that, you know, they make such a big difference to, well, like you said, like physical and mental health, like probably mental health even more. Mm. You know, you know when you eat, like, rubbish, how crap it makes you feel, really. Like, the yeah. next day, you can be lethargic, can be like, you just, like, haven't got any energy, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like, big hits of glucose and stuff is just not good for us, our bodies. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's a big thing for me. And then um, trying to stay more organised. Like, I have um, kind of come to the... Well, I, I've known all my life I've been, like, I'm ADHD, and but, like, kind of acknowledging that and then trying to realise that I need to be much more organised with what I'm doing. And, again, going back to my favourite objects, pencil and pad, I write lists now. I'm being much more organised about myself, trying to make sure that I don't miss stuff mm. um, because I've got 100 tabs open in my head. Yeah, so, like, trying yeah. to be a little bit more organised as well with my time as well and 
yeah. So, yeah, being more organised in general, I think. Mm, well, that's great. Great ones. Okay. My ones are to exhibit my commodities collection. So, again, I spoke about this last week. We, we, oh, I, <laughs> me and all my animals. Yeah, I've been working on the commodities collection and next year my goal is to have the exhibition at the end of next year obviously that all depends on how many pieces I manage to get completed I don't get back from Costa Rica until February so that's like two months of the year gone so yeah it's going to be it's going to be really hard work for sure but that's one of my goals so it will happen Mm because my goals always happen it's written down now my my magic pen Um, to set up a new project fund so last year's slash this year's project fund the impermanence project fund we funded two uh, four projects sorry four conservation projects so i'd like to source four new projects to support through my commodities collection um i'd also like to get one of our now i won't mention what it's what it is but one of our top secret projects mm. greenlit you know we, we want that to happen we're sort of in the development stages at the moment and I want that to get off the ground. Mm, me too. And continue to interview amazing guests on Unquestionable. And we've already got some incredible guests lined up, some dream guests, dare I say. Well, and some exciting other things that we can't talk about at the moment. But yeah, lots yeah. of exciting things are Loads already of being put into place. So like, I think it's yeah. only a matter of time where the other things Exactly. Are. I know we've both got our dream guests that we would love mm. to have on, but... Yeah, if if we can just continue to have awesome people on, then I'll be very, very happy. Yeah. So to make all of these things happen, you need kind of like a first step, right? So, for example, with my commodities collection and my exhibition next year, my first step that I need to do, I've literally written, get a wiggle on. <laughs> 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 because... Yeah. I've been a bit slow this year. Um, but yeah, what genuinely. What does a wiggle look like? I mean, obviously, you're not a literal wiggle. Oh, well, yeah, it's like get a wiggle on, Sophie. You need to start painting. I need to start painting and planning. So I thought it was wriggle. Get a wiggle on. Uh, maybe some people say that. Yeah. I've always said get a wiggle on. Okay. But I, I need to start actually researching mm. the dream exhibition venue if you happen to have any contacts at. Saatchi Gallery, well, we anybody? We it, haven't we? And we, we went to go and look at some galleries, but it was very rainy. Yeah. But, yeah, if you, anybody listening has any contacts at, you know, Saatchi Gallery, mm. hit me up. Um, yeah, I need to do that. I need to paint. I need to yeah. crack on with do painting. And, obviously, while I'm away in Costa Rica, I'm not going to be able to do any of the commodities pieces. So I'll be focusing on raising money for this sanctuary. But um, I can still plan and prep for the for the collection so i'll be doing that for yeah. the next couple so of then months when you come back you can literally hit the ground running i'll order the canvases ready straight in straight re- ready to go a couple of days to recover from the jet lag and then i'm in mm. um so yeah that's my first step for that i need to um oh uh, i need to find some new conservation projects for the uh, project fund I need to research that, find some cool projects that really light me up and that inspire me so that I have that as a motivation. Because that was one of the things that really kept me going at my darkest times in my uh, impermanence collection and exhibition was I already had four projects that were confirmed that were relying on me, like, you know, funding them, essentially. It's good to have that little thing, yeah, that you can then 
lean like know that that's got to be done you've got to do it yeah yeah it keeps you accountable yeah. and it also just gives you motivation like you know I didn't want the animals to suffer because of me <laughs> um and finally listen to and watch more podcasts which is something I do all the time anyway I literally have a podcast on all the time but I will say I mostly listen to like true crime ghost podcasts I watch documentaries about like murderers and stuff so I was thinking do you Light know what stuff yeah yeah, just light-hearted, mm, you know, light-hearted inspirational, some might say. <laughs> but I, I thought, you know what, I should probably do a little bit of research on podcasts that are more, like, unquestionable. Because mm. that's how you learn, isn't it? You listen to other podcasts and you think, oh, maybe we could do something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like, if at any project I'm working on, I will dive into that arena. So if it's, yeah, like, creating a podcast and I'll, yeah, I'll listen to mm. other podcasts at the same if I'm writing a film, I will watch films that I know will inspire that particular thing. Music, I listen to, you know, if I'm wanting to write a song, then it's like listening to all the music I like. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for, like, really diving into, like, the things you love when you're trying to create something you love. Mm, totally, totally. Okay, what are your four first steps? Well, I've put keep working hard. Okay. <laughs> This is going to be like your just keep being a great guy. Yeah, just being great. Um, <laughs> That's a very vague. It first is vague. Step. I think I think the first step needs to be something tangible and something that you have to do that you have to follow up, follow through with. Okay. Massive action. Massive action. Well, with regards to the projects I've been talking about, it is just a case of keep banging the drum and mm -hmm. keep knocking at the door. So it is a it is. Um, making sure that you just keep well and I when I say keep working hard it is just making sure that you put in the time the hours you know to get those things across the line mm. um and I think again like all the things that I've been talking about like the, the the choices I've been making the connections I've been making are all part of that so it's continuing to do just doing the hard graft mm. yeah okay and knowing that that is a big part of what gets things made is actually doing that hard work. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, so being more present, I've sort of, sort of alluded to this, having more turn-off days like you have, like off the phone, making sure that I'm not kind of on that thing all the time. Um, or certainly, like, making sure that it's in specific times. Going back to that working hard thing, like, I think also kind of working smarter, like making sure that you dive into things for a couple of hours and then come out of them, mm. you know, so that you've got that intensity of work so that you're, you know, you're getting things done. So, yeah, that. Um, yeah, so with regards to, like, the eating and sleeping, like I have followed, like, a keto diet before. We talked about this with Pauline on, mm. on thing, and so I found that really good, and I do intermittent fasting anyway so that sort of works well with that so again establishing those good um actually establishing boundaries around food we love the word boundaries on yeah UQ. <laughs> i know but it's true though like actually putting boundaries in place for like the sorts of foods you should be eating consuming because you know well, i know what foods make me feel good and what that make foods make me feel bad i would say maybe that looks like 
if you are setting boundaries, mm. you know, having the people that you live with or your family or your housemates or whatever, like, don't buy that food. Don't have yeah. that food in the house. Exactly that. Yeah, because don't keep buying the biscuit. Yeah, if you if everyone else is eating it, you're mm. going to eat it, aren't you? Yeah. I, I literally have to, if I'm a cutting sugar out uh, for any period of time, I have to not have it in the house mm. because I will eat it. Like, I'm addicted. <laughs> it's an actual addiction. <laughs> Yeah, it's sad, but it's true. So yeah, sugar's addictive. It is. It's, it's no, a drug. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it is a drug, and it's a it's a killer. Like yeah. it's really bad. Mm. But you know, and we can go into all the like you know the the manufacturers and all that kind of stuff. Well, listen to the yeah. what was it? But Pauline's episode. Yeah, yeah. Go back and listen to yeah. the Pauline's episode. It's honestly so insightful yeah. and amazing. Yeah. So um, yeah, so we can bang on about that, but we do. You know, we make choices as well about our lifestyle. So, mm. like, that's something that, you know, I need to be better at. Well, I'm about to make you Italian, so apologies. That's no, not keto. <laughs> that's fine. I'm, I'm about sure to make it, but it's Italian. Be freshly made and delicious ingredients. Well, it's so not gonna... freshly made pasta. <laughs> well, that doesn't matter. Don't keep knocking it. Um, uh, I'm pleased to be fed. Um, and then, yeah, keeping lists, like, making sure I have lists and, like, I guess, again, that accountability for myself, my pen and my paper. Mm. Have you got a new pe- a new journal for 2024? I've got so many exercise. So I use exercise books, like oh. proper old school exercise books. Yeah, that uh, is old. That, those are like the books yeah, yeah, that yeah, I yeah. used to use at school when I was a yeah, teacher. I love them. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've got loads, mm. loads of new ones. Oh, so good, yeah, I'll good. definitely have some new ones. Yeah, I always like to have a new one for the new year. Yeah. And ordering it, it's know, really exciting. Stationery's lovely though, isn't it? Yeah. Like getting nice new stationery, getting new... Yeah, you have hardback ones, do you? So usually I have hardback journals. This year yeah. I've got this like... It's kind of similar to yours, actually. That's nice. It's like a paperback, um, kind of like a notebook thing. It's got ideas but imprinted, I've embossed got, on it. I've got three, three of these, and they have mm. different things embossed. The first one is ideas. The second mm. one is thoughts. And the third one is notes so i what, like that though because that yeah because my problem is we, this is probably very boring for our listeners but my problem <laughs> is that i um they become a like a cacophony of stuff nonsense yeah it's just all over the place yeah, so it'd be it? like podcast notes there'd be like yeah. lists of to do things like like um edits for scripts mm. or like book stuff and I need to make sure that I have some separation there as well. Well, that's what I was going to say. With my ideas book, that's where I put all my lists of goals. Mm. They're my ideas ah, of things I want to yeah, achieve. Yeah, yeah. My thoughts book, journal, that is where I write down things I'm grateful for and just sort of journey. And then my, th- what was the other Notes. one? Notes. Um, that's where I'm doing more like generic journaling. Like if I forgot something I need yeah. to get out of my head or whatever it might be. But... That's just something random that happened this year because um, I was just out shopping with my nephew and I just saw them and I thought, that's quite cool. Very nice. But normally I just buy one hardback journal and then I split it into three Uh, parts and then I do the same thing. I have like goal setting, gratitude and stuff like that. I think the idea of having separate books is better. For me, that would be better. For you, that would be better. For me, it's kind of... Annoying. Yeah, (laughs) it's just like... I'd like to just have it all in one place. Yeah, to be fair enough. With you. I think I would start to merge. The three would merge together. Yeah, in a David Brent esque <laughs> kind of style. <laughs> they would merge together, and then I'd, and I'd be back to where I am here. But I think next yeah. year I need to have very separate things. In fact, one of the projects we can't talk about, I have got a separate mm. um, yeah thing which you you bought me. Thankfully. Yeah, um, it's a special at, eight digits. Yeah, one. yeah it's about eight for my production company, and that I am keeping separate. 
that's that's my special book for that particular project. Good. So, that's I yeah. think that's a good idea. Yeah. So yeah, twenty twenty four, buy a new journal. Yeah. Um, and then you can start off the year with all your new goals. Yeah. Well, the first thing you should do in your new, is to do all these amazing prompts that we've given you. Exactly, and then you and then you can go back to them at the end of the year. Which is yeah. something I do every year as well, is go back and see, like, how many of my annual goals did I mm. achieve? How many of my weekly goals did I achieve? And you can see how many things you've ticked off. And actually, life is pretty good. My friend Reshmi, and she writes herself a letter at the beginning of the year. Oh. And then at the end of the year, she opens it and sees what she wrote about, like, you know, I guess in a similar thing, probably, like, goals that she wants, like, she's writing it to herself. Yeah, yeah. So that's quite nice. So that that, that's nice. another idea to do. Like. Yeah, there's actually a website you can do that on as well, oh, where yeah, it emails you. Yes. So I did this once. I, th- I must have heard of, about it on a podcast or at whatever it was. So I went online and I wrote myself a little email and it was so embarrassing. It was like... I hope hi, you. So, hi, Sophie. Yeah, which on a, in in and of itself is kind of embarrassing. Hey, Sophie, future Sophie. Yeah. I hope that you're achieving all of your goals. I hope that you're doing this, 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 and this. Remember this, 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 and this. Oh, so were they quite generic things um, that you had to put in there? I no. Well, you just send an email. You can say anything you want. All oh, right. So these are your words. So these are my words. <laughs> oh, Sophie, you're so great to myself. <laughs> and it was. I hope that you are doing this. I hope you're doing mm. this. Um, some goals and stuff. And then when I received the email, I had forgotten that I'd done it. And okay. for a minute was like, what the hell? <laughs> Who is this? Someone's hacked into my account. <laughs> it says it's from me. Um, and then I, I just so happened one of my friends was around or I was telling her about it or something. Mm. And then she was at work when I, I guess I must have voice noted her and told mm. her. And then she was at work and was listening to the voice note out loud at work. And she worked in like a children's home. So okay. all the children were listening to me saying, yeah. And then I said, I hope that you're achieving all your hopes and dreams. <laughs> and these are like teenagers. <laughs> so they were all like, why is she writing to herself? Yeah. She got <laughs> mad. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so embarrassing. I haven't done that since, but... Um, it's a lovely idea, though. It's it is. Idea. It is. And I think, well, whatever works for you, I guess. You know, yeah. whether it's one journal, three journals, hundred journals, emailing yourself, writing to yourself, maybe sending yourself a WhatsApp voice note. I don't know. Mm. Whatever, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a good idea. That you could do to, you know, for your future self to look back on and yeah. see how much you've achieved. And like you say, I think for me and probably for you, writing it down has always been the most powerful tool. Absolutely. But the most important thing is to remember how amazing life is and how lucky we all are and yeah. all of that good stuff. And yeah. yeah, that was what the purpose of these two it end was. of year podcasts was. Yeah. And we should probably say thank you, everybody that's been listening and watching the podcast. And we hope you have a great 2024. Lots of exciting new episodes coming up. So, yeah, I hope you uh, continue to listen like subscribe and all that leave a review tell your friends all about it tell everybody yeah if you just told if everyone just told like five friends we'd be laughing yeah all the way to the bank no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) we still wouldn't be (laughs) but yeah no thank you so much and yeah see you in 2024